Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. I bring you greetings from the beautiful city of Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. My name is Ako Anyadaba. By God's grace, we'll be looking at the topic, Decisions. I pray that the Lord will use me this morning to convey a life-changing message to you and your heart will be receptive to the call of God. Decisions, as we know, basically means choosing from a few choices. Cambridge English Dictionary defines it as a choice that you make about something after thinking about several possibilities And that was recorded in Macmillan Dictionary, which says it's a choice made after thinking carefully. There are a few words that are synonyms of it, like choices and resolution. Decisions, as we know, is something that we can't really get away with. Life is always demanding decisions from us. We must have to make these decisions ourselves, or some other decisions, unfortunately, will be posed upon us. As you, as you know, nature abhors vacuum. So in the absence of your own decision, you might just have to deal with another decision made for you. And mind you, decisions is a fundamental human right. It's an inalienable right of autonomy. There are a few things I want us to think about. Ralph Waldo Emerson had said that the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. And that appears to have been recorded by Tony Robbins in which he said, it is in your moment of decision that your destiny is shaped. Let's look at some Bible testimonies that will guide us as to what God thinks about decisions. First person we'll look at will be Abraham and the call of Abraham. And that is recorded in Genesis 12, 1-3. The Bible tells us at the beginning of it, in verse 1, that God called Abraham from his people. The, the funny thing about it is that he called him to a destination that was undefined, but he gave him promises. Abraham had a choice to make, to turn down that call, considering the fact that destination was not clear, and he was at the risk of leaving a family, which would make him vulnerable. But he made a decision to accept God's call blindly and face the consequences of either regret or fulfillment, which time was going to tell. And we are living witnesses to the fact that Though he faced trials at the beginning, God fulfilled his promises and is still fulfilling it many generations down the line to the point where everybody is blessed today because of the blessings that God bestowed upon Abraham. The second um, testimony we, might, we will need to look at will be the temptation of Joseph as recorded in Genesis 39, 6-20. Let us recall that Joseph was sold into slavery as a teenager. He had no parents to guide him anymore, and he could have adopted the pagan culture that he grew up with. The societal pressure would have been so much on a teenager working as a slave, but he decided to maintain his fellowship with God in the land of his slavery. 
his master's wife um, offered him some form of freedom if he had sex with her. But he decided to honor God. And if I should use his own words as written in the Bible in Genesis 9, 9b, how could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? He, he, it was a measured decision made after thinking of the implications of sin against God. That decision resulted in his being accused falsely and he ended up in prison. But he maintained his integrity with God and God exonerated him and lifted him to become the prime minister of Egypt. Another testimony I want us to look at will be the testimony of Moses, as recorded in Hebrews 11, 23 to 26. There were decisions to be made by two groups of people. The first were by his parents, who, despite the fact that Pharaoh had made a decree, decided to defy that decree, knowing that they had a special child. And when Moses got of age, he made a decision himself. Mind you, he was in line of secession to become the Pharaoh of Egypt, and even if he didn't become the pharaoh, it would have been important. But despite that, he decided to stop living the falsehood that he was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He decided to forgo the pleasures of Egypt for the shame of slavery as a Hebrew and to go into exile from Egypt. To them. And when God came calling for him at the backside of the desert, he decided to accept God's call. I want us to look at it a little bit more. Moses could have said, well, you know what? I'll stay on and become a prince of Egypt, or even the Pharaoh, and I use my influence to f- secure freedom for my, for my people, the Israelites. But would that have been God's will for, for or Moses' plan? Would God have been glorified in that? I want us to look at ele- Hebrews eleven twenty six. But Moses regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. And you know what that reward is? Heaven the ultimate destiny of every one of us. I want us to also look at the testimony of Israelites in the wilderness. Following exodus from slavery of Egypt, Israelites made decisions that Bible described as trying God. And because of that, they were in the wilderness for 40 years, and every one of them died except for Joshua and Caleb. And what set them apart was that they made a decision to stand for God. When they went to spy the land, they came back and had a testimony of God that were able to go and possess the place, knowing full well that God that brought them out of Egypt was capable of taking them to the promised land that he promised them. The, the final the testimony I want us to look at will be Jesus' death on the cross. I want us to bear in mind that when Christ was on earth, he was fully human. He had all the attributes of being a human being. And also he had the choice of Either refusing to go on the cross or going on the cross for both for myself and yourself. And he decided to do that. He, he went on the cross and Bible records in Deuteronomy 21, 23 and Galatians 3, 13 that cost is anyone that hangs on the tree. So he took that, that curse. And why did he take that curse? So that he could bear that and pay once for all sacrifice. Because there was no way that the blood of bulls, the blood of sheep or anything could because he could pay for our sins. He had a choice as a human being to pack away, knowing that, knowing the shame and suffering that he was going to face, and that wasn't for his own sin. But he decided to do that to redeem us from the curse of the law by choosing to die for us. His decision reconciled us back to God as recorded in Romans 5, 8-11 and Colossians 1, 20-22. Christ made this decision 
that while we were yet sinners, it wasn't like where we ended. He offered it to us on a platter. But you know the beauty of it is that God made a way for our reconciliation by sending his only son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to pay a once-for-all sacrifice for propitiation of our sins. 1 John 2.2 says that, And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours alone, but also for the sins of the whole world. Christ said in Matthew 11.28-29 that we who are, who are dealing with a lot of travail, a lot of burdens, a lot of stress should come to him, and he will give us rest. God said in Deuteronomy 30, 19, Say, Behold, I lay before you life and death, blessings and cursing. And God went on to, say, to encourage us to choose life that we and our descendants may live. The decision we make today will determine where we will spend eternity. Is it with Christ in heaven, where we will have eternal life, or in hellfire? Choose life, folks. When Christ was crucified, he had two criminals crucified on either side of him. Both men dying on the cross made decisions that defined their ultimate destination. One chose arrogance and reviled and mocked Christ, while the other chose humility and sought mercy by asking Christ to remember him. Christ granted his request and, he, and told him that he was going to dine with him in heaven, in the paradise. Folk, like the second man, I implore you, to make the right decision to choose God's mercy today. I implore you to make a life lifetime decision today. Revelation 3.20 tells us that Christ is at the door of our hearts knocking. Will you decide to let him in to dine with you today? I remember the, song, the words of the songwriter. He said, out of my bondage, sorrow and night, Jesus, I come. Into thy freedom, gladness and light, Jesus, I come today. Jesus is encouraging us this morning to make that decision to come. The best decision today is to accept Christ into your life, making Lord of your life, and he will grant, grant you his rest and for fulfillment. I bid you, come to Christ. If you accept the finished work of salvation and open the door of your heart to Christ, may I pray with you? Father in heaven, you can, can pray this after me. Father in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I repent of my sins. Come into my heart and give me your rest. Folk, I thank God for this, your decision. Please join a Bible-believing church and you'll see God transform you. Have a blessed week. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Friend, you've heard a message about making decisions. Decisions can affect you directly, affect your family, affect your generations to come. And that's why it's important that we always make the right decisions. Hallelujah. We've heard that Moses in Hebrews 11 from verse 24, despite all the losses he had, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. 
The Bible said further that he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he looks to the reward. Hallelujah. Friend, we also heard that Joshua and Caleb made a decision that saved them from death in the wilderness. They chose to believe God. They chose to believe the power of God over the giants that they were facing. We also learned that Jesus chose to go on the cross. That he could have said, no, I'm not doing that. But he succumbed his will to the will of his father. Friend, how much decisions have you made that is based on the word of God, on the leading of the spirit of God, or on that which God is showing you? It's my prayer that as you make decisions, you will consult your creator, your maker. You allow his word to guide you so that you can make the right decisions that will affect your family and your future generations to come. That's my prayer for you. So many people today are in the valley of decision, multitudes, but you can decide today, choose life that you might live. And this is my prayer for you. That as you decide according to God's plan and will, you will reap greater rewards than you ever imagined. Further information will soon follow and you can reach us and we'll send you resources to help you. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe from Spread the World Global Ministries. God bless and bye for now. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries right there. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.